Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages, Current Common. Uh, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to pick up on Chapter 8. The one that is sealed is Arthur. But it was written by Kenichi Hasegawa. It was directed by Hidenori Ishida. And it debuted October 25th, 2020. Just uh, This is also Kamen Rider Saber, you forgot to mention. Oh, well, Saber. <laughs> I mean, it's current Kamen. Come on. Current Kamen. But uh, <laughs> it is Saber, yeah. It's relevant. I think we'll probably just keep doing current Kamen for like a while because like, yeah, I mean, I dig it. It's kind of nice. Um, so, yeah, so now we are uh, still, because there's still, like, uh, things going on with, like, there's still two more places that they haven't gotten rid of with the... Uh, oh, yeah, we have two two of the Wonder books open. Yeah, because um, they only got rid of one, so there's probably two Medusas there. So Yeah, I feel like they're just going to go cheap and have two Medusas. Well... But the thing is, it could be the one for each of them, like, Story has one, and Zoo has one, and... Legends well, like, I'm Medusa. okay with the multiple monsters because it's like that way. Um, yeah, it, plus it, it saves time, right? Like, yeah, it saves time because they're not like they don't have to worry about talking about the monster. Yeah, we don't we don't have to know why there's a third piranha. We just know that piranhas were a thing and they're still a thing. So we don't have to explore the piranha. We can move yeah. on to something else. Yeah, because this episode should be a lot. It shouldn't really be about the flavor of the weak monster. It's more about what's actually happening in the plot, mm-hmm. and there's a lot going on. Yeah, because there's still a trial. Yeah, which is un. It's very unspecific. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, got. Uh, King of Arthur. Yes. And uh, so now he's got two swords. Right. And we saw in the trailer that there's probably going to be a giant mech in this one. Yes. And, uh, I, okay, I want to talk about something I said last week because I went on a bit of a rant. Uh, yeah. All right. So, like, one of the things I was, I'm like, how does a horse get cute? Like, when did this even happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other day, okay, I was sitting down and I was watching somebody feed pumpkins to a hippo. Okay, so just throwing a hippo, and there's this little tiny hippo next to it trying to get part of that pumpkin, and it doesn't notice that somebody else has a much smaller pumpkin trying to feed it to it. And the whole video is cute, right? And I'm sitting here like, you know what? This almost makes me forget this. They're extremely territorial and aggressive and probably one of the most dangerous animals on the earth, yeah. right? And then I'm thinking, okay, if, if I never knew that about a hippo, and I watched like a couple thousand of these videos over the course of 10 years or whatever, next thing you know, hippos are the, you know, there's keychain hippos and plushy hippos. So the, the, the funny thing is, it's like animated story about hippos. Hippos and moose. Yeah. <laughs> what, what it is about them is they are like, what, what's really scary about them uh-huh. is that they are incredibly dangerous and they kill tons of people. Yes. But they don't eat people. Like tigers, you're like, yeah, at least he's going right. to eat me and stuff like that, or a yeah. lion or a wolf and stuff like that. But like hippos and like moose will just kill you because of it. Yeah, like I've seen I've seen moose that just have decayed like corpse on their, their antlers they can't get rid of. Yeah. You know? So anyways, yeah, I was focusing too much on that. Because I mean, if, I'm sure there was no census on deaths, but if there was, deaths by horse were very high, you know. Yeah. But thinking about it, it's like the Japanese are like all over the bear, kuma everywhere, yeah. you know what I mean? So I can see how it eventually, like over time, you're just like, oh, the hippo is so cute. It's just like a big, big, giant water pig. Horse, horses are, uh, horse things are really big in Japan. Also because uh, it's one of the few, uh, they, they can horse game. They, oh. they can go to the track. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. uh, there's tracks and stuff. So it's Makes like, sense. Uh, it's different because it's not random. You're betting on an outcome of an event. Right. Versus like just... Uh, betting on like cards or something like that so uh yeah so uh yeah so like he like he was saying uh the other day while we were at work he's like yeah he's just having a bad horse day <laughs> yeah but really what it was uh, i've now come self-reflection okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna spill it out there be honest is because my favorite character is the one that has the shooting star decal on him now <laughs> and i was thinking okay that's fine that's fine i'll just make him my second favorite for now until he redeems himself in my eyes and i'll let buster be my favorite <laughs> and then i saw the preview or for the next episode and i'm like maybe 
maybe I won't have that favorite character for long. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's looking bleak, right? Well, the trailer showed him turning to stone. Yeah, and that but, could be something, it could be nothing. Yeah, because the cop turned to stone also in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. But we remember, and I point out, that he was showing some serious death flags. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we've been worried about this for like three, four episodes yeah, now. Yeah, because <laughs> of the way he's talking and the way he talks about his like history and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah so this is... Uh, so yeah, this is the eighth episode, and um, there is also something else. Um, I know that this is sort of got some connection to an older Kamen Rider show, Ooh, sort of, okay, in a way, because there's going to be. I heard about it. There's cameos in this episode for Kamen Rider characters from a previous show. Oh. Um, I don't know to what extent. Okay, and but that's because uh, they're they're from Kamen Rider Gaim. Okay. Um, it's because there is going to be it just like came out. Um, guide a guide of these characters, a guide hmm. guide. So this is the, so this is the same shared universe with the Gaim story, or shared universe is a common writer, or like whatever you feel like. Okay, yeah. I just wonder. You know, it's always nice seeing like uh, you were saying like double and um. There's like two others, right? So yeah, double Afose and um, uh, O's. Yeah, and then like, and not counting something like decade where it's literally just whatever he feels yeah. like because he travels between reality. So, um, because they also announced the CSM uh, of the Gaim Belt, which is the highest quality. Okay, yeah, CSM. All right. Um, I think complete selection model or something like that. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah. Um, which season was Gaim? Like how how many? Uh, uh let's see. Ago here. was it? So, because the one before this is zero one. Yeah. So it's it's ways before. And before um, that is Zio. Before uh, before Zio was build before build was uh. Anyways, I know it still I, goes. I, I, it's it's harder to go backwards. It's easier to go forwards. Yeah. So it's double O's, Fose, Wizard, and then Gaim. Okay. Okay. So that's a while ago. That's like six, seven years. And yeah. Yeah. I was like, now that you mention it too, try saying the alphabet backwards. You actually have to stop and think about it. Yeah. So it can forwards is much. It's much easier because that's how I watch them. It's forwards order. Um. Yeah. So then it was Gaim. After Wizard was Gaim, and then Gaim was uh Drive, and so Drive Gaim was uh Gaim was the one where it's like. Okay, we're going off here. Mostly mm-hmm. because this is the ending of Gaim was like world changing events. Okay. And uh so but then like Drive had a crossover with Gaim and acted like they were in the same world. And is Gaim the fruit ninja one? Yes. Or a fruit samurai, I should say. Fruit, fruit samurai, not okay, fruit. Okay, that that kinda adds up too, because they had swords, right? Yes. Okay, so that, that would it would be perfect to slot this in with other sword users. Well that not all of them. The thing is, is oh, okay. uh uh like I we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they actually have their I, I just know that there's a cameo. I don't know how it's like. It, just It's going to be funny. It's just them like pointing at the sky and that's it. Well, yeah, probably because <laughs> it was like the same thing with like how they did um, in Double, how they like just mentioned a skull guy. Yeah. And that's because they were talking about the movie. Yeah. Okay. So I just I just know because of like uh, it was a big deal because they just announced the CSM belt. Mm-hmm. Um, just, so you know, the CSM belt of, of Gaim is $350. Um <laughs> I mean, if you could even get a hold of one. Right. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I doubt they're like producing them just willy-nilly. Yeah, and then also the guy uh, the Gaiden was announced at the same time. Hmm. And so that's why they're putting this thing here cuz it's like, okay, which remind you remind you that like this is going on. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's I'm, I'll probably point it out when we watch it. Right, because I, I won't know what to look for. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if I just see somebody in a suit that I've never seen before, that's going to be easy to be, oh, there's the guy. But... No, I think it's the actual actor. Okay. Because they're, cause they came, they came back for the characters in uh in the guide. Mm. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. But anyways, other than that, yeah, we're still got this 
thing going on. Yeah, so like the highlights of the last episode that I feel like are going to carry over. We know May's crushing. Yeah. Uh, we've got two world books open. There's a trial in the background. We don't know what story's main objective is. Like, what's the three to to calibers one, right? Yeah. Like, what's the deal there? Also, uh, um, Espada and uh, Caliber are still fighting in, like, the desert world. That's right, yeah. I don't know if they'll ever been, even address that. Yeah. And then sudden. now we're trying to figure out if it's the same, if it's his dad or somebody else. Yeah, because they didn't show him. Yeah. Um, the silhouette. Yes. Was not the same. Not even close to the same person. Yeah. But was it a stand-in, or was it... But it was closer to, like, at least based on just random hairstyle, closer to... Yeah, what we assume is uh, uh, Saber's father. Yeah, Saber's father, uh, Toma's. Yeah, Toma's dad. Because the same slick back hair sort of kind of puffed out a little bit. It's definitely not the hair, though. Yeah, the wavy, yeah. and then a beard. Thin, yeah. Thinner chin, too. Yeah. You know? So, um, or if it could have just been a stand-in. Right. Because, like, uh, for, like, Double, the actor who played um, uh, uh, the chief, the old chief, I forgot his name. Yeah, is um is like a famous guy, so they didn't have him like in most right. of the, most of the uh, show. They just had like a stand-in. Yeah, but the stand-in was actually really good because I remember watching it. And I'm like, I know who this actor actually looks like, but they always like put him in shadow and flashbacks and stuff like that. And I'm like, that kind of looks like him, right? Um, so yeah, but anyway, so we're not sure who Caliber actually is or how he actually lines up with everything. Right, might just be like a symbiote like energy that like takes over people yeah or it could just be him and they just have a stand in so right uh yeah other than that there's not much really to like guess because mm. they're just also you know uh rintaro has all three books now yeah oh and uh we got slash a sword cooking so yeah it could be this episode be the next episode could be never Maybe. yeah could be never <laughs> um but yeah, there's like all of them there, and they're all like it's it's picking up, and it's only on episode eight, so there's no telling what's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> new so, story already. We're done with Wonder Book. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Books. Yeah, we're finished. Books complete. Yeah. Time for the Sword of Truth. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the the second great Wonder Why Roar. Yeah. Um. So uh, say that five times fast. Wonder Why Roar. <laughs> yeah, Wonder <Marble. laughs> So, uh, so we're gonna go watch that. <laughs> Okay, and we are back. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing before we get started is I, I realized that I I, uh, I said the name of the writer wrong. It's it's Keiichi, not Kenichi. Yeah, so Keiichi. Just wanted to address that before we go on to the rest of the episode. Yeah, we don't want him to get angry. angry. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. I mean, there was a... Uh, there was a thing I didn't like, but you know that's that's what we have the sucks to boy for. Yeah, so. I I had pro- something I, I had a problem with, and I think I think the problem I think most of the problems we have with this show are a result of how they had to do the filming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that is because they have to do because like how things work, mm-hmm. and this is um I think we talked about it. This this isn't a show about superheroes. No, this whole thing, all of Common Rider. Not all of it, but like common <laughs> rider sense in general. It's like at least the mid two thousands. It's a toy commercial, right? It's a toy commercial, it's, and that yeah. dictates a lot. Uh huh. So they have to because it's like okay, well, these toys are going to be shipped out. You need it to be in the show this date. Yeah, yeah. And so I think a lot of that happens. Yeah. So it just kind of throws a weird sort of angle that you weren't expecting. Yeah, I think that's why it, sometimes it's it feels like it's moving too quickly or they're skipping over plot points. They're like. Well, we wanted to do this thing, but we have to 
we have to put this in. Yeah, we got to have a fight. We got to have the intro or outro or whatever. Yeah, we got to have a transform. We got to have this toy in the show. Right. And we're going to have to work it into this episode somehow. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with the previous episode and this episode yeah. together. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to have the King of Arthur book and the toy associated with it. It's going to be out on this date. Yeah, here's the block for it. So you, so you need to have these in the episodes by this point. Right. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes it's gold. Sometimes it's, uh, I don't want to say crap, but like bronze. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Still, still good. For, I mean, part of it is that we're analyzing it. Right. And then still the other good. part is just like, it's still better than most American shows I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, forget like kids shows. Most, I, like. <laughs> I don't feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not left walking away going, well, dang it, I could have been playing a game or even doing push-ups. Like. <laughs> could have taken a nap and been more constructive. Sometimes I'll watch like an episode of like Arrow or The Flash oh, or something yeah. like that. And I'm just like. It's like, come on, guys. Can you just giving me like a warning at the very, like very start this episode may be a waste of your time it's like, okay good enough I'm can gonna i just take a nap one. for 45 minutes and then read it read the wikipedia page about yeah, it or I'll something i'll just watch the recap yeah. next next week okay uh also we went back to the first episode yeah. a couple of times to check a few yes, things we yeah we fact checked quite a few times um first off uh it starts off with tassel doing his whole thing and when we went back we found out he's had the freaking bird on his shoulder yeah. the entire time and we just didn't see it <laughs> what's hilarious about this is uh as i was watching the very beginning i still didn't see the bird <laughs> and i was looking for it and then um when it when you mentioned it that's when i was like oh there it is that's where i'm supposed to be looking for it yeah, and then now guy- i can't unsee it okay he's got this branch coming out of his shoulder pad with a bird nest in it and like a little fake bird in yeah, there. Yeah, a red bird too. It's not like it's a color that doesn't stand it's, out. I just saw it last episode Yeah, because he was in front of the whole green screen thing. Yeah. But then when we went back to like the first episode to check on something, it's right there. It's been it's there for the entire time. It's freaking obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's not hiding. Yeah. It's oh, not like angles. Know, we, did, we didn't check to see if he had the, the same stocking. Oh, right. Yeah, well, okay, we'll have a reason to watch the first episode all over again. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's so in his face, it's poking his face. Yeah. Like, there are leaves touching his face on some parts. We were talking about how the problem with, we would consume so much more medium media oh. <laughs> if we didn't, like, go back and start over from the beginning whenever, like, a new season came yes. out or a new thing. Eric, and, and, like, Eric part, and I have a problem. Yeah, part of me is just, like, every time there's a new episode, we should just start over from the beginning and watch the entire thing. Yes. So, uh... <laughs> So I know you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but in my own experience, it wasn't that I watched all of Game of Thrones. I watched all of Game of Thrones season one eight times <laughs> and all of season two seven times and so on and so forth. You said you did the same thing with South Park, which is like in its 20 seasons yes. or something. I have to start months in advance. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like, so because it's now, I think, 20. This would have been the 24th season, but we only got an hour long episode this year. Well, yeah, like I um I read the, uh, the light novels for Overlord. Yeah. And the only... That is the only thing that I don't keep going back and forth to, which is like it's it's very tempting. But uh, when the new Dresden Files book came out, I'm like, it's Got about read. ready to come out. I'm like, there had been like a five year gap in between these two. OK. And so it was like a, it was a big deal for the new one to come out. And I was just like, oh, maybe I should just go back and reread them all. Oh, 14 of them. <laughs> <laughs> just mix, mix them up with your uh, with your audiobooks and your actual books. Well, no, so. I do all of them audiobooks because they're uh, they're done by uh, James Marsters. Okay. He was uh, Spike in Buffy and Angel. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he he does great. And in my mind, he's he's Harry Dresden. Okay. He's the because guy. Because the yeah. entirety of the Dresden Files is also told in first person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. So it's Harry Dresden talking, and he's like, 
and so it's only it's the only the information that he knows right and what he sees and so it's great it's yeah. like the perfect layout yeah it's going to be like if if they change voice actors at some point they you're never going to be able to one book oh and i'm guessing it's your least um, favorite uh no it was fine because it was the book where he was dead and a ghost and okay, so i'm like so, this is, yeah okay. in my mind i'm like this is just ghost harry's voice well done but it's so popular that they went back and he did it too. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So the cool. one you go by yeah. is not the uh, John Glover one. I think it's John Glover. Um, it's the the one you go to like on Audible and buy is the James Marsters version of it. Okay. And I've, I've listened to both. And of course, I like the James Marsters one better because it's the consistency. Right. I actually stopped listening to Skullduggery Pleasant, the Skullduggery mm. Pleasant books. Because they change voice actors. And it just doesn't. And I'm like, yeah. no, he sees Skullduggery Pleasant yeah. in my it's head. Almost, like, I, I almost felt that way watching the the new 52 Batman movies. Because, you know, you get used to... Uh, well, I mean, it, this isn't for everybody. But, like, if you watch the animated series, oh, yes. you get used to the one guy. And this is Batman. And then you're hearing a new Batman. It's like, ah, it doesn't feel the same. Still good stories. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And the animation is top notch. So yeah. it's you find things like about it, but it still kind of feels different. Anyway, saying all about that, we were talking about uh common writer and it's oh, yeah. just like, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's, common it's, writer it's, podcast. it's <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to go back and just watch every episode over and over. Yeah, again. for sure. Um, Anyways, uh, especially when you're not binging it. Yeah. When you're binging it, you don't think about it doing this book. No. But and anyways. we probably wouldn't even notice any of these things that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so he's he's got the bird on his shoulders, had it since the start. Um. So Tassel's out. The the clothing in the show is just like gifts that gets, keep on giving to you. Yeah. It's like every time you get to re-explore this character. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, the episode starts out with him still floating around. Yeah. Um. He's talking about uh, he's what like, happened in the last episode uh, that he's really excited watching, Toma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so it's just like, you know, basically saying, oh, yeah, this is how the story is going right now. Right. Quick recap. Uh, it's actually like a quicker recap with Tassel talking than like the recaps in double. Right. So it's just like having this one guy say two lines is a quicker recap than like having a narrator. Yes. So I'm OK with it. It's like he's, he's actually kind of streamlining it. Um, and that's another thing the show has been doing. It's streamlining it, how it how it does things. Yeah. Anyway, so. uh. It's like he just beat the big fire monster thing. Yeah, and one thing. Okay, so I, I I'm gonna re, re I'm sorry reiterate that it's the the book the Wonder Bride book for King of Arthur. It does look like the dark shade of purple of Caliber in this scene, <laughs> but not at all in any of the other scenes. So yeah. it was 100 percent the lighting that made yeah. me think that it could have been his because totally it was wrong. in that cave. Yeah. Um. So because it much, goes it goes back to blue. goes back to the uh, bright white light thing. Yeah. Like as soon as he um. He's like staring at his book, and then he looks up, and then he's like, "Boom! Here we are, bright light, and something comes flying off screen at him." And it's like this—it looks like a box. Yeah, it might as well be a cube. I don't know what the the word for something that's almost a cube, but it's thinner than cubish. Yeah, it's 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 like a cube. Yeah, basically, it's the size of a Wonder Ride book, but almost as thick as a Wonder Ride book. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. And they all just—I love how how everybody's just like. Oh, it's a book. Yeah. I love how everybody's just like, they look at the Wonder Ride books and they just call them insta- instinctively books. And it's just like, <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, they look closer to cassette tapes to me. I wish I could remember the name of it, but there's the horror, the horror movie with Pinhead in it. Um, I know that's Hellraiser, what, Hellraiser but the box. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. Like they get the box and they're like, oh, it's a book and let's open it. Seriously, <laughs> to me, the Wonder Ride books more like, like cassette tape cases. Yes. Yeah. And they even kind of like open like a cassette tape yeah. case. Which um, 
if you're not listening, there was a time if yeah. you were if you're listening right now and you're like under a certain age, cassette tapes. Were <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Google it. It just uh, wasn't all on CD, which now yeah. I kind of wish that we could get a throw, throwback Common Rider where they make one set in like the 60s. Uh well, Modern, I mean, like, but set back in a different time, like oh, retro. Well, well uh, Kiva had like half the show was in the eighties. Oh, okay, and they dressed like it. Good, uh, but like the the little like month uh, like toys for Hibiki were like compact discs <laughs> that like would transform into like birds and like okay. snakes and stuff like that. <laughs> um. So, so one thing we do need to mention about this uh, quote unquote book is that it's completely blank. It's just like a silver yeah, it's clump like a of metal. Yeah. yeah. It's basically it hasn't been act when it gets activated it'll get color and all yeah. that stuff like yeah once they the find out it's magical power um and I it, think the um the I don't know what to call him the guy in the bright light the guide yeah yeah the guide there we go perfect he he said says something about the trials just started or something yeah and then come back when you've Master. gained the power the to master yeah like once you've mastered the power or something but he doesn't it's vague so it's not you're not sure if he's talking about King of Arthur or if he's talking about whatever the heck this clump of metal is. Um, so then it cuts out to the desert. Yeah, and Espada and and Caliber and Espada's losing. Yeah, he gets trashed. He, he gets he gets knocked down, and um, like Caliber can like sense that the power's been got. Yeah, because well, you know, he's the super bad guy, man. He's yeah. the super bad guy. He 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 has the genre awareness. He's like we t- we fought long enough that he's most likely he's got like, it. By dang now. it, you got me, you son of a bitch. And he's just like, well, we'll see if he can master it. He starts walking away. Yeah, and Espada's like, just like, why? Him. Why did you? Uh, betray, betray us 15 years ago asking and, the difficult questions and he says uh one day you'll know yeah so cryptic but yeah we understand uh that you will have an answer and so uh toma toma shows up um almost as soon as caliber walks off screen and he's running over and, and he's like kento are you huh it's like uh, kento's like face down in the sand, sand. his whole <laughs> face is covered in sand. sand i love how they're not scared to get the actors or the suits dirty right. or wet or <laughs> and you know he he flips him over and kento's just sitting there like laid out like he just he's got like, did you, beat up did you do this <laughs> and all in toma all he does is he stares off in the distance and stays quiet and then just says no <laughs> <laughs> it's well he says yes when he asks if he un- un- unlocked it oh yeah but yeah. he's like did you succeed and he says no, no yeah so he's like it's like he's I've, I've unlocked my sword i can transform but i haven't like finished yeah it's like the it's, deal. Not, it's definitely not satisfying victory and then it, so it goes back to uh the guide in the white room and we get to see him in focus and i have no idea who he is yeah definitely not tomo because we were we were toying with the idea that it's like a reflection of himself. yes um this is an all-new guy yes uh He's literally in the wiki. He's 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 known as question mark question mark question mark. <laughs> because like the show hasn't ended yet, so they haven't revealed all the answers. So there's no idea who he is. Right. <laughs> and then it goes to the opening. Yeah, we get the opening. It basically, says if like uh, we'll meet again when you've got everything done. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think this is the exact moment where you point out the the bird, and that's when I was like, wow, I didn't even notice it when I was looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it goes to the opening. Uh, I think the opening's changing like scene by scene, little by little. Yeah, it's it's, it's adding like... it's, it's adding more uh Kento in yeah. slowly and slowly. Uh, so uh, you can tell by the opening also that we're going to get uh, there is the mysterious man, mm-hmm. isn't it? <laughs> and the mysterious man is the shadow outline of whenever Caliber's not transformed. Yes. Um. So then it comes back and it's in the North Pole. Yeah. Or the northern base. And uh, the swordsmen are coming in who, uh, who like, they beat the, the Medusa. Yeah, the three that were fighting elsewhere. And they're like, okay, we're back. And Sophia's like, oh, 
Sophia's like, okay, yeah, good, good comeback. Uh, so who, who's that with you? Yeah, who's your friend there? <laughs> and they turn around, and <laughs> May just walked through the door. Yeah, she snuck in. <laughs> and they're just like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, and mixed like, reactions. Um, Kenzen is just like, he's like, uh, uh, Rio, no, Ren, Ren, Ren. He's just like, Rio is uh, uh, Buster. Right. Uh, Ren's just like, get get out, <laughs> get out. What are you doing? And then like Buster's just like, dude, dude. She's got some guts, you know. Yeah, she's, she's like, got guts to come in. He respects her now. He, well, also he like, uh, he was the one. She, he knows about the whole thing about when she, uh, yeah, she's the whole the one salamander, with the fireworks. yeah, the fireworks, she, and he, you know, he, he saw he that probably she, feels. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm there's, I'm sure there's a soft spot in his heart that she didn't let his kid get digested yeah. by an egg thing. Yeah, and then Thomas like, yeah, she helps with like the research because of the Instagram stuff and right. stuff like that. And then Sophia's like, if you're a friend of Cal, if you're a friend of uh, Saber, yeah. You're a friend fine. of ours, yeah. Friend of ours. But just so you know, it's not safe here also. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not safe. She's like, oh. Well, because the whole time May is like, yes, yes. You know, she's excited that everyone's acknowledging her. And then she's like, oh, but it's also not safe here. That's what she's like. Oh, okay. Back to reality. Yeah. It's just like, it's like oh, okay. Right. When it's not like a... Not like a safe place, which makes you wonder something. It makes me wonder about something. Yeah, what's not safe about it? Well, there's something that's coming up later that makes me wonder about this. Like the whole th- thing. Yeah, you know, this whole location. Anyways, um, so. I think that we get a quick scene with the bad guys. Yes. Yeah, Caliber is walking and uh, Story is. Uh, now, okay, before before we continue, does Story have a fake name version or is it just straight up Story? Storios. Storios. Okay, so it actually, he, there is more, to, it's not just Story. S-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. Okay, yeah. So, Storius. So, okay, Storius, so, Legalel. Yeah, Legil. Legil and Zeus. Zeus. Now, do you want to call them that or do you want to call them the, the I other think thing? we'll just do whatever we feel at the moment. Okay, so everyone <laughs> just pay attention. <laughs> They're all the same character. Yeah, it, I guess uniformity helps, but it doesn't matter. We yeah. know who we're talking about. We can call them by their actors' names. That would not be too bad. We it's just up. have to make sure that everyone knows that's what we're talking about. It's Robin, Koryu, and Koji. <laughs> uh, so anyways. Uh, yeah, story. Uh, yeah, Story, story is, is walking behind Caliber on his left. Now, I don't know if that means anything like for like camera work or cinematography in Japan, like um traditionally the evil advisor is he usually behind the left shoulder or something like that i'm not sure but yeah. anyway so he's there and he's, he's asking him how it went did you get the king and, arthur and calibers is like no yeah uh saber got it first saber got it first and he's just like oh that's pretty bad he's like eh who knows what's up yeah, so we'll I? find out if he's he's able to master the power or not yeah because I, I don't think he's really worried yeah and like it's almost i feel like he kind of thinks it's, that it, I, it's almost like in my mind, I think how he got it is just like, you know what? I'll just let him unlock it, and then I'll grab it from him. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's he'll like do all the hard him. work, and I'll just take it from him. Yeah, let him end. do all the thinking. And the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so then it goes back to the northern base, and Daishinshi is looking at the box, which he calls a book. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, it's it's basically, it's like, we can't do anything with this. Yeah, it's unknown. There's no way it, that. It's not sneaking, sinking with anything we don't know. And then, and Atoma's like, oh, I figured, what, what about the other one? Yeah, and he's like, oh, that it's uh, it's like, we kind of, we know what it is, but its power is unfathomable. Yeah, it's like. We so have so no once idea. again, yeah. I can't do anything with it. Yeah, so it's just like, okay. He's like, I kind of thought that. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of depressed at this point. Right. And he's I, like, he, he looks down, I think, at some point. Um, and he's just like, will I be able to unlock all this yeah, potential? Yeah. And that's when um, the some of the rest of the crew that wasn't already in the room walks in. And we get to see that Buster has his kiddo with him. Yeah. So basically, Buster left him, grab his kid. Right. And uh, I don't know, maybe with his mother. Maybe might have been with, because there's never been any saying that his mother, about his mother at all. Mm hmm. 
or maybe he has like a nanny or something. I don't know. Yeah. So basically, uh, goes he comes back with his son, and it's just like, um, the there, bad news. Yeah, he basically explains what we already know that there's two other places didn't disappear. Yeah, and they're like, wait, what do you mean we killed the the Megiddo? And it's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's, <laughs> it's not like this is the first thing. No, literally just happened. And they're like, okay, let's go check this out. And so they all leave, and they leave the son there. Yeah, thankfully. And Mace there's too. Yeah. And then it cuts to the location, mm-hmm. and this is the cameo. Okay, yeah, I was wondering what was up with that. These are the the characters, because they're dressed as their characters. Okay. Of um, Oren Pierre Alfonso and Hiroshi uh, Joruichi, who are common writers Gridon and Byron. Oh, they actually are common writers? Yeah, uh, they're common writer Gridon, I think it is, and Bravo. Okay, so why are they acting so... Not common writer ish. Well, I think it's, I don't think they're actually their characters, but they're just dressed like their characters and acting like their characters. Like, this is the alternate version of their characters, maybe. Could it be them before they become common writer? Uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, it's the same thing with like ZO, uh, Zero One, like, exists in its own world and stuff like that. Mm. And then there is something to be said about the weirdness that happened with ZO at the end of ZO. Oh. Because, like, when Zio involves time travel and yeah. like changing reality and whenever That could be, too, yeah. And also, like, when Zio got the powers of writers, they were erased from history. Okay. Sometimes. It's almost worse than the Destroyer, Destroyer of Worlds, huh? Yeah. Well, it, it's it's all weird, and, like, Common Rider doesn't care. Is that every anniversary writer just <laughs> another way of saying we're going to destroy everything that we just yeah, made? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, they don't care. <laughs> They don't care about continuity yeah. between shows. In the show, they try to kind of do, but in between sh- between the two shows, they're like, whatever, we don't care. Yeah, every every episode, every season's a so, crisis. Yeah, these of are, infin- these, infinite um, and-, and yeah, they don't. They're not even acting like they're not even acting like they're characters from the show. Well, one of them is, but Oren is like an ex French special forces officer. You wouldn't know that by looking. Uh, he he was the guy with the the turban and the the lipstick. Yeah, and going. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so I'm too young to die. And he was actually uh, one of the tougher characters in the show. Okay. He was also like, I think he was a pastry chef. Yeah, it just, I guess the only thing that's weird is that uh, it just doesn't seem right to have your common Rider ca- cameo as the innocent, scared bystander. Yeah, it's almost, just like, it's, it's goofy almost. It's probably like, we were here for the Dave shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I personally have no attachment to it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 actually kind of funny to see him act this way yeah. a little bit, but he was like the toughest nails guy. Okay, that but, was also a crossdresser. Yeah, just wore lipstick. And, yeah. He didn't. Well, like, I mean, you t- can be tough as nails and be a crossdresser. Yeah, he did. He, didn't, he wasn't not. like a full crossdresser. He was just kind of like a feminine. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. So, but yeah, anyways, just interesting was, that you wouldn't expect it by looking. And, I guess. But, but I think what it was is that they were just really making it. They wanted to make him really French. Yeah. No. In this one, yeah, I actually thought. Um, in my mind, I saw it as maybe another member of uh, Tassel's theater group. Yeah. Like doing a cameo. I didn't actually think it was the common writers until you just mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. So these are the two. And these are the characters um, that the guidance about. Okay. Or I'm not sure if it's one guidance. I think it might just be two, two it's like half an hour guidance. Okay. Yeah. I just also, I feel like if this was your uh, cameo to get. Uh, excitement brewing it just seems kind of weird yeah as a because uh, they like i said they were innocent bystanders in this that kind of were just screaming. that that might have just been the whole thing with the shoot the way shooting had to be right anyways yeah but i just want to let you know that those are the cameos yeah um mystery they, solve thank you because i was like i don't they see were like else. high thirds low second writers in their show oh, okay okay so they're not unpopular they i mean they were like 
I'm trying to think like what level they would be at. Yeah, we well, we don't have any yeah, excessive we, amount of writers in the stories that we're we're watching right now. They, so. They're more on along the lines of like a Buster or a uh, a Kenzen. Like they appear in a lot of episodes, but they're not the main ones in the openings right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, Kento, I don't know the width, how much screen time he's getting as far as the stories go. It almost feels like he's not one of the main three. Yeah. He's in the like, same way that um, comparing to Zero One. Uh, Valkyrie gets a lot more story depth so far, uh, but then what we were like almost twice as far ahead. So yeah, so anyways. it's hard to say. So uh, Medusa's there; he changes the the two former writers into stone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a time when they didn't have the. It, it was a long time ago. Uh, Gaim was a long time ago. Now you got to rewatch Gaim. Yeah, <laughs> it's like hold on, I'm gonna pause it and get right back to you. Well, I'm gonna watch the Gaiden. I think the first part of it just came out, so. Yeah, so Medusa's there, um, and then Caliburn Company's there. Yeah, so they come up, and they're like, oh, it's another Medusa. And they go forward, and Caliburn just shows up and, like, knocks Ken, uh, Toma out of the way. Yep. Basically, it's like, I'm going to take on Toma. You guys have to do your thing over here. Right, like, show me your strength. Show me show me the power of uh, King of Arthur. And so he transforms. There's only one library transformation in this entire episode, yeah. and there's a ton of transformations. Yeah, ton of, so we got we got one full hench in this episode, which is, yeah. well, medium henshin. Yeah. It could be longer. We've seen it. <laughs> We've seen longer. But uh, so Caliber is fighting uh, Toma with Dragon and King of Arthur. Mm-hmm. And then it's the others versus... Uh, Le- or Legend and Medusa, because I believe yeah. Legend was there to begin with. Did we miss a scene? Was there another bad guy scene? Um, I think we might have missed a scene in between them um, saying, hey, let's go solve the world's issues. And it goes to uh, Story Legend and Zoo in a, like a Zoo, again, still transformed. Yeah, his actor is never, I mean, it's his voice. It's the, yeah. the guy's voice. But and, yeah. Oh, and there's one more thing we forgot to mention about the scene with Caliber and Story. Because uh, after Caliber says what happened to him, Story is like, oh, and some stuff happened while you were gone. Which is the stuff they wanted to happen. Yeah, when he was away. Yeah. So it's like very interesting. Or he might have been talking about the fact, the only other thing he I could think of is that he was talking about the fact that uh, Blades has three parts. Yeah, yeah. So Because that wasn't part of their plan. No. Anyways, so yeah, there was a, I, w- I, w- I was like, there was another scene where I rem- re- realized that their, the uh, Zulus' actor isn't there. Yeah. Um, so the only reason that we probably, it probably skipped over our minds is like, this is the third almost identical scene with these characters yeah. to these characters, pretty much saying the same, exact same thing. In fact, this scene and the scene from last episode are pretty much the exact same thing. Like legends on the left side of the screen, stories sitting they down. They were probably filmed like one after another. And Zoo is in the center and it's like, Zoo's like, oh, I'll go but take that's probably, it. That's probably why both of these scenes, it's the suit. It's his yeah. monster form and not the actor because they're like, we're just filming these today. Yeah, and, doing and, both. And the way things are, we have to just film everything as quickly as we can. Yeah, because with what was <laughs> happening in real life. Yeah, they're like, Because, yeah, they're in the exact same positions and pretty much the exact same thing happens where Zoo's like- the camera's like, in the same p- position, they probably just yeah. like, reset, time for next scene for the next episode. Yeah, same exact I think same act, uh, writer and director, so it's just yeah. like- Because Zoo's like, well, let me go take care of it and story says no legend's gonna handle this so i don't know if uh if common writer does this i think it might but many shows will actually uh like when it's like this uh, they'll film them in blocks mm-hmm. they'll film like four or five episodes at a time just because they'll have the locations yeah 
it just so. makes sense. It's uh, rather than drive back and forth across the country. Yeah. Just do it once. So uh, the reason why I say this, because I forgot about the fact that it's uh, legend is there. Yep. So it's not just uh, four writers versus Medusa. No. There's Which legend. is what they were hoping for. Yeah. It's a legend. They were hoping for five writers versus Medusa, but it's also, but it's uh, Caliber versus Saber. And then it's two. It's two four. each. Two for, um, I, two versus Medusa, two versus legend. Yes. Um, and so it's like this all out crazy battle. Yeah. Um, but Caliber's whooping saber. Oh yeah. He's and he stop. says, I really guess it, the power should be with mine. Basically it's like, you haven't unlocked it. Just give it to me. I'll yeah. Do it. You're weak. <laughs> Just hand it over. You're a child playing with, you know, an adult's toy. He doesn't say that, but, uh, and Thomas, uh, not doing very good. No, I feel like he, he got goaded into this. Yes. Like, cause when they got separated, they didn't have to fight. But, uh, you know, he's Caliber's like, well, come come show me what you can do. And he's just like, okay, well, fine. I'm going to stomp your ass in. And no. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Caliber even, like, just knocks away the King Arthur sword. Yeah. And just, like, is, like, totally beating him. And then uh, then the third Medusa comes in. Yes. The, so one Medusa's been destroyed. The second Medusa was already in the fight. And then this is the younger, I'm assuming, of the Medusas. Because she comes in with the sneak attack and wraps up Toma's hands. Yeah. With, like, a, you know, like a the snake thing i guess is what it's supposed to be yes like a snake the, whip the tendrils or whatever um and he he mentions that oh okay i, I should have known i guess in the original story there were three sisters yeah it's because there but there wasn't three medusa i was gonna say i seem to recall witches no, or they were uh, like prophets or there was three gorgons one of which was medusa okay well there you go yeah so this is the the mix-up this is like what bothered which is like why is there there's not three medusas yeah Medusa was one of the three Gorgons. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's good enough to understand what he's talking yes. about. And um, he, I guess he kicks himself for not thinking about it. Yes. And uh, yeah, so this is the reason why I say this is the younger of the three sisters, because this one acts a lot more uh, childish, is shorter than the other one. Yeah. Who we now find out is a, is a female for sure, because the way she talks. Yeah. Oh, they all are, it turns out. Yeah. I think we were we were trying to figure out if it was male or female last episode. Yeah. Not that um, it's, it matters in any way, but... Yeah, there's monsters. There's whatever. monsters. Um, so, yeah, that's what bothered me. I'm like, uh, th- it bothered me because it was like, it was like the thing was obvious, and the, it, the thing would have been obvious if they were named properly. Yeah. If it wouldn't have been Medusa, if it would have been Gorgon, I'm like, yeah, just, there's three Gorgons. Yeah, three Gorgons. Yeah. What was Medusa? I mean, that's why there's three of them. It's obvious. But no, it's just like, we got Medusa and we got three things. I'm like, what could that be? Yeah. <laughs> aneurysm and then they're like there's three medusa i'm like there isn't three medusa <laughs> <laughs> that was the name <laughs> well no i think now it's just generally like a, a medusa is a type of creature yeah um and people forget that a gorgon is a gorgon right like um you've got no see the gorgon is what we think of when we think of medusa medusa is the name of one of that, the gorgons that's what i'm saying yeah. that's what i'm saying it's like uh frankenstein being yeah. uh, like okay it was you can call it an abomination or a golem but Frankenstein was the name of the scientist that made this, you know, golem or abomination. Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's Adam. monster. But now whenever you say it's a Frankenstein, people are going to know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a flesh golem. Yeah. You know. It's like how people will use Dracula. Yes. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a Dracula. No, it's it's a vampire <laughs> named Dracula. There was an episode in Supernatural mm. where they were like, they were doing their whole thing. And they were like. Uh, they were interviewing a guy who's just like, uh, uh, well, yeah, I saw who did the attack. It was a Dracula. And they're like, you mean like, like a vampire? No, like a Dracula, popped collar, big <laughs> yeah. amulet, the it, whole thing. Yeah, it's like actually, <laughs> it's like he wasn't, he was being specific. He was, yeah. yeah. 
So the movie was about like a guy who was pretending to be movie monster. So there was okay. like a mummy. Oh, oh, oh. I, I think I've seen that episode. It was all in black and white. And then, yeah. But he's just like, no, it was like a Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Popped collar, big cave. Because, <laughs> yeah, what makes that joke funny is you're thinking it's an uneducated opinion at first. And then you find out they're no, they're they're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what just bothered me because it was like, it was like. Yeah. Here's the obvious answer. And you're like, well, yeah, it would have been if you would have done it right. Right. I mean, but it also comes from translation too, right? Like they're taking these stories that aren't Japanese and then they're uh, using them. It's like three de- three degrees. Yeah. Because it's like it's a Greek mythology adapted into a Japanese and then we're reading English subtitles. Of right. It. Yeah. Um. So like in. There's a lot of places where it can get ma- mixed yeah. up. And then. So, I mean, I didn't like it. This isn't my set for the no. episode, but it's like it's something that bothered me because it was it was the, the mystery that would have been obvious that they would have given me the right answers yeah anyways uh, so, uh so this very next scene could have been my suck for a while i was thinking it was going to be my suck are you talking about the buster thing but boy was i wrong yeah so so uh yes that's exactly what i'm talking about um so he as i said he got ambushed his arms were wrapped up and the medusa is obviously going to do what, what gorgons do and that is turn you to stone yeah um one thing to to mention here is that when the fight started and all they thought they were facing was medusa uh, she goes to do her stone eyes thing, and Buster's like staring at the ground, and straight up warns everybody, "Don't look at her face." Yeah. Okay. So this is something that not only does he know, he's told literally everybody yes. on the team not to do. So <clears throat> obviously, Buster sees Sabers in a tight spot. He runs over and he uh, he tries to slash. He's basically trying to slash the hair or whatever yes. the tendrils hair, and then more comes out, knocks his sword away. Yes. And so he runs up to, to basically, we're going to mail it because I can't grab my sword. I might as well just run in. And place. because he's lost his sword, he dehensions. Yes. Which is like, eh, one of the way or the other. Because it's like, we don't know how it works with yeah, that's, his, his, his thing. Like if, if uh, Saber's sword got knocked away, but like, but the belt's on his thing. But like, his books are in his sword. Yeah, so it might yeah. work. So, so it, but at first, I was struggling with that myself. I was sitting there like, yeah, so oh, that's stupid. It, Why would you dehension? It doesn't bother me as much yeah. as like if it had happened to like Saber or. Right. Yeah. Because then it would be kind of frustrating. Because yeah. we've seen them disarmed before. Yeah. And but we've never time. seen uh, him disarmed. Right. So he dehensions and he basically. Is like he runs up grab, and grabs her, and, and he says, "He says, I want you, uh, I want you to promise that you'll win this, Toma, because he knows how important promises are." For yeah, Toma. and then he he wrenches her face towards him and like stares in her eye while he's screaming at her, and then he gets turned to stone. So two things: one is that maybe he was thinking that like if I'm turned to stone while I'm holding her head, she can't get away. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only hope that was his plan, because otherwise, or or. He's like 4D chess in this puppy, and he planned the whole episode out by this. Yeah, he's like, okay, if the king dies, then the the all the troops will rally. Maybe that's what yeah. He's just like, he's just like, I'm taking, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna take a nap here. Because yeah. even even later he says something about it, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like <laughs> he's, just, he's like, maybe he's 4D chess. He's lining this whole thing up right. because he's like, I know. <laughs> right. I just felt like this scene. It's like, dude, you already know this is what. Like, there's so many things that we've seen him do, and then this I felt like was such a weird strategy and so he gets turned to stone yeah and they're like no, no. yeah he um 
obviously Toma is like getting thrown in the air by the tendrils because now that she's turned this guy to stone, forget who she was like, whatever, let's just let go of my advantage on this guy. Well, um, he uses, uh, yeah, he breaks out with like the power of shown in rage. Yes. He breaks out <laughs> and then he's about ready to attack. And then caliber comes up and uses one of his new books. Yeah. Journey to the West journey to the West. And he does like the great journey, uh, slash or something uh-huh. like that. I couldn't, I couldn't catch the color of the book. It looked darker crimson than blazes. Yeah. So it's, but like, whereas blazes books are just like red typical. This was like more of a crimson, um, this might be Thomas' book. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could his, be like his, maybe a, his legend book or whatever, yeah, which would be story, like yeah, yeah. That's like what would it be though? Because we always, I mean, the instant thing was like, oh, it's the power pole. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, we did actually see um, when he did the learning flash for Journey to the West, the sword extended. Yeah. So I feel like in one area we get the um, the extendo sword. Obviously, we're not going to get. You know, we could get to where there's uh, he has like companions. You know, yeah. like he has a hawk and a. Oh wait! Holy crap! No, we Falcon. Yeah. Hmm. If now it, I'm trying to place if the. It, if it, I could just see it that he has like a double thing, like a Luna thing, where like he extends his fist when he punches with that side. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, Journey to the West makes sense because he has a friend that has the three little pigs. There's the boar. Uh, he's his own eagle though, so we need a bird somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm trying to remember everyone that was with the Journey to the West. It's like a monkey, a, a boar, and and like some sort of bird, right? I don't. I don't. It's it's a story, but I don't know if it is. Is you know. Uh. Anyways, and I'm trying to make connections that probably don't even matter. Yeah, yeah. and 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 also they don't care when they're making these. <laughs> yeah, up they don't give a shit because we didn't think Peter Pan and Hook either. No, no. <laughs> I mean, so at the very least, the Extendo Sword was nice to see with Journey yeah. to the West. That was pretty cool. Uh. So he gets like falling <laughs> off, and he like falls down some stairs and dehension. Right. And then um, he's Cal- about to get jacked. Caliber's about ready to finish, and then uh. Rintaro. Rintaro comes in in all three of it with all three of his uh, forms mm-hmm. when he's like in his three books he's able to like withstand the attacks yes. which I'm totally fine with yeah normally I'd be like but the others just got totally worked but he's he's already shown that he's like at another level yeah he's not quite I think at this moment in the episode he's more powerful than Tom no I I agree I think okay the way that I rationalize this whole thing um because I'm having different problems. My my problem would be that he is so much stronger that he's able to to defend himself against Caliber. He shouldn't be struggling to to beat, say, Medusa. Yeah. Which is, I think, the one that he was two v oneing. No, so, he was he he was doing story. You think so? Yeah. yeah whoever he was fighting, Legend the point is that he should have been able to take him by himself. Yeah. So the way I rationalized it is that he's still battle weary because yeah. if you look at his face in the episode, he's still yeah. bruised and beaten. Yeah. He's so, still <clears throat> still like slashed. There has been no rest time. Yes. And that's how I'm uh, rationalizing the whole thing but i can see yes withstand a, an attack from also Caliber. they just lost a friend in the battle yeah and so he's just like we gotta we gotta morale's uh, down we gotta we gotta uh get retreat. out of here and tactical retreat it's yeah. not running away so um then it goes they all leave yeah and then it goes to the northern base yeah and they walk in and may is extremely excited and talk about stuff that don't matter like oh where's Sora and all, yeah, oh, Sora's, Sora's, Sora's dad. And they're, just, they're just like, "Welcome back!" He's gonna, and then and then she's like, she's just like, "Hey, so where's uh, where, like out of uh, for no particular reason, uh, where's Rio? Because he's supposed to have a three-legged race with yeah. his son, who he loves, race. and he would never want to leave by himself, right. and who is, and in- he was one day away from retirement. <laughs> yeah. He just won the lottery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And they're the all love quiet. of his life just returned from the dead. <laughs> One of those rare moments where um, Rin is not smiling. Yes, that's that was that's like that shows that he actually is yeah. not a psychopath. He is not a psychopath. 
So um, he's just far too upbeat sometimes. So uh, I, now I actually appreciate this scene because yeah. they're all sitting silent, and Tomo walks around the corner, and the kid asks, you know, "Where's my dad?" And he just straight up tells him, "He shielded me from uh, the enemy and turned to stone." And, and it's he like, doesn't say like he's not coming back, he's not gone. He told him how it. He's turned to stone. Yeah, this is what happened. And then he goes and hands him his sword and Jack. And the yeah. beanstalk. Not not Gembu. I don't know why he would hand the... I mean, I guess they have to give screen time for things, you know? Yeah. But... Um, so, this is an image I've seen... I saw this episode, like, two weeks ago. Okay, so this is what you were thinking might have... Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is a scene... Like, I saw a screenshot of this, like, on Twitter. Okay. Like, two, two or three weeks ago. So, you were like, oh, my or God. Like a week ago, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it was just like him handing his sword to the sun. Yeah. And you would think like where I'm going, because I've also, this was after him. I was just like, he's been showing death flags, man. Yeah, big time. And I think that was actually supposed to be, you were supposed to get that feel. Okay, yeah. I mean, because the whole episode too, especially with. uh... Yeah, they're putting you towards this one way. And then they kind of like, that's what this, that's a lot of what this is, is like a subversion of like traditional stories. Right. And so, um, and I think that's like, if they keep going with that. I think it could end up being a really good show where it's just yeah. like, we're like, this is the traditional story, but we're going to twist up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he writes how the story ends. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then Toma, Toma leaves, and then May follows him. Yes. And, um, and, and then uh, sh- uh, Sora walks out, too. Yeah, he, he he's, I think, the one that leaves first. Oh, no, he follows Toma. You're he right. follows Toma and May. Yeah. And so uh, Daishinji comes he's, up. He's, he's, like, he's feeling the pressure of not being able to fully access the power. Yeah, the responsibility. Yeah. And um, and, I, and I honestly, at first I thought Sophia was talking to Daishinji when she started to speak, but she was directing it towards Blades. Yeah, he, where, he's um, basically like, you you understand. Yeah, this is something that you have to overcome yourself. Yeah, this is something you have to overcome yourself. You understand this because you did this last episode. Yeah, because a, a lot of the times throughout this episode, um, when Toma starts to look off into space, somebody will say something to him, like, you, you know, like you'd expect if you see your friend just ha- in a catatonic state, you're like, hey, man, do you, <laughs> so is there the, something you need to talk about? So We're is, here for you. So this is funny. So it's like, we we talk about the hero's journey a lot, uh-huh. and it's like Rintaro's just like one step ahead of Toma on all the entire <laughs> thing of the hero's journey. He, he's just <laughs> anticipating, but it's not helping. It's, it, it's just like he's he he got the whole. He's every time there's this like one more step, it's like Toma Rintaro is like he's been there, he's done that. That's like oh man, I I know exactly what you're going through. So when it was me, yeah. <laughs> But basically, he's like, I, he's got to do this himself. And then Kento's like, I believe in him. Mm-hmm. I believe he'll come through. And so then it goes back into the the bookstore. And he's moping. He's sad. He's all sad. And then... Uh, yeah, the kid the kid comes up and says, hey, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> this little kid's just like, yeah, no, it's good. My Dude, dad's not going to die. D- don't worry about it, man. Yeah. Chill. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, it's, like, it's like, things will work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have just been like, you think this is the first time my dad's been turned to stone? Yeah. <laughs> So this happens all the time. Yeah, the, the whole meme first time. Yeah, the kids. Yeah, the kids like five years old. He's gonna be like, man, the first time that happened to me, you know, I, I had a it's like a two week bender of alcohol and cigarettes. And he really took the love of a good woman to get me out of my rut. But <laughs> it's like, what the? F- <laughs> yeah. So but basically, maybe, Sora's like being. He's like, it's okay, man. Yeah. Like, uh, d- why don't you make me a promise? Because I know how important promises are. Promise uh-huh. me that you'll win next time. Yeah, and and Toma, I guess, is a little confused. I mean, like he probably was not expecting this. Nobody was expecting this. And even May was looking kind of solemn. 
But what Sora says gets May to be like, yeah, okay, we got we got to get him going. Just write your manuscript. Like, what the heck? If you got time to mope, you got time to write. And he's, and like, he's like, I did that already. I, like, I already like, gave it to you. Like, she's like, oh crap. Yeah. Because remember, she was on her way and then got sucked into the Wonder World. And she's yeah. like, my editor's gonna be pissed. Because so like, I think what happened is she called her editor saying, I'm on my way, and that was like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or however long it's been. Because it's been hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because because she was on her way out the door when the the Wonder Books opened. But uh, yeah, so she gets all dramatic and, and goofy and overacting about where's the manuscript? Oh, it's over there. Yeah, because and that drawn. gets Toma laughing. And then he has and, like the flash. It's like it's cool because it's not a flashback. Mm-hmm. It's like how you would actually remember something, right? Because it's like all in a white room, and he just remembers the important parts of the scene, which is just those people saying lines to him. Yeah, it's like remember yeah, we're here it, for you, and, and, and uh, uh, it also shows. Buster's last line, yeah, which was um, basically, I, "I'm leaving it to you to promise me that you're going to win." And then he remembers, yeah, because Rintaro kid, was saying, "He's like, dude, if there's any problem, we're part of a team here." Yeah, and then like Kento said something that I can't remember. I think it's like, "I just believe in you" or something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, believe it. And then I, uh, the kid <laughs> says that I just need you to promise that you're going to win next time. And he says, "Oh, I made that same promise to your dad," which is basically, of course, you know. And so he's just like, and then it like snaps. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, and then he gets up and he's like, he's just like, he starts writing and she's just, May's just like, yeah, just write when you're stuck. Yeah. And it's like, what story are you going to be writing? And he's just like, one where my friends and I win, I think it is. Yeah. So uh, I feel like the, the scene about this is a combination of May inspiring him to write and then he realizes he can write the story plan. Basically, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'll use, I'll use my knowledge of how stories work to basically create a strategy. Right. Yeah. Basically, it's like I've I've seen the I've seen the plays. I yeah. I've, I've watched the tapes. I know the characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So then it goes back to the bad guys. Again. Swing right hook on three on three. Ready? Is this is this <laughs> the bad guys thing? No. This is the the other scene we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You think so? Like this is when it happens. Where they're all sitting around because this is when like let. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> let's crush them. Um. It's like yeah, let's do it. And then they're like, okay, well, the thing no, I'm is, take is care Zoo is still injured. Yeah, I think maybe storyline wise is they can't go back into humanoid form until they're healed. That could be. Yeah, I think that's the storyline wise idea. Yeah, and he's all beat up. He got beat up by uh, Rentaro last episode. But I do feel like there was, if there wasn't something that led Legend to the scene in the first fight, I feel like it was edited out or yeah, there was no time. And so now, it, like it's it's his monster. Yeah. See the like I said before, the issue with a scene like this is it's very generic. And the only point it serves is to let you know that they are doing anything yeah. at all. And it's exactly like other scenes like yeah. it. Where I mean, I'm fine with it. It's because it's like, yeah. okay, just a reminder, quick minute. These people are still here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's relevant, but it's kind of hard to remember where exactly quick, it happens. Quick refresher on their, di- <laughs> their character dynamics. Because that Moving scene on. could have just as easily happened earlier in the episode. Or So now this is like something I want to talk about that's going to come up here for a second. So... Then it goes back to the Norman base. Mm-hmm. And Sophia comes out from the bookshelf up at the top, which is where she always is coming mm-hmm. out of. And she says to the f- the four that are down there, five down there, because Daichin, she's down there too, I think. Mm-hmm. And she says, they are petrifying. The sections of city, they're petrifying. Yeah. The thing is, is those sections of cities are in Wonderworld. Right. I think she just came back from Wonderworld. Yeah, you think that, that bookcase takes you to Wonderworld? Or this whole place is in Wonderworld. Which could be why it's dangerous. Yeah. That's a good. I think that's as good a theory as any. Maybe even better than most. You know, and and so like it's like in Wonderworld, but it's still in the North. Yes. Yeah. So they would have to go and try to take over the North Pole with the Wonder Book or something. like yeah, that. Yeah. So like this also seems like she can just go around Wonder World doing all this stuff. Like she has more power than she's, she's letting like, on. Don't, uh, like 
well, but she, I don't think she's just able to like engage in battle. Yeah, it could be that she has a different kind of power entirely. Yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, that's what made me think that like maybe this place is in Wonder World because yeah, yeah, she said it was dangerous, and then uh, but then she just came back out from like outside maybe, and it's like she was talking about things that were in Wonder World. It kind of or, or there's just like a scrying thing in there that so she's able to see. Oh um, yeah, like an orb room. Yeah. You know? But it, it does make sense that this place might be in Wonder World, especially when you see the outside of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show any of the bubbles, but it's very, like, not normal. Right. I mean, it's a base, the North Pole. Yeah, go but, figure. Um, but, no, that would make perfect sense because the, the the climate in that room is definitely not what you'd expect of a Arctic anything. Yeah. So <laughs> so they're like, okay, okay, well, there's two places left. There's four of us. Let's, Let's split, split up. up. I'm going to do this. And like Tomo walks and he's like, like, no, no, we're not splitting up. We're going all together. And they're just like, he's the guy that survives the horror movie. Yeah. Do do not split the party. (laughs) He's like, I think he specifically says something that I need all of your strength for this uh, to work. Something along those lines. Yeah. It's like, I have a plan and I need you all to do it. Yeah. And so then he turns to uh, Ren. He's just like, you got a, you got a Trump card or maybe a Trump book. And (laughs) he's he's like, of course, of course I got a Trump card. Uh, Sort of. Yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, I have a plan, a story where we all win. Yeah, that's so, what it was. Thank you. That was a quote. A story where we all win. And so then it goes, and he has like a manuscript that he's actually handwritten. Yeah, out. in his hand. <laughs> um, so basically it's like I used my ability to write a cohesive story uh-huh. to use to create a strategy, which is a brilliant idea. It is. Because he knows all the characters, and you always hear about like the most prolific writers talking about, they're like, well, the characters just write themselves. Exactly. Like if you just let them like the characters you create, yeah. If you let them progress naturally, the story will progress naturally. Yeah, there can't be any plot holes if everyone's doing what they would do. Yeah, which is like you hear that from like Stephen King. Stephen King and all those yeah. people who are like prolific writers. Who are pumping them out every month. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Stephen King just I don't know if he still does. He might I think he still does, but he talked about it how he's like, I write eight hours a day. Yeah. It's like a goal. It's like your exercise regimen. No, it's no, like your it, job. It's his job. Yeah. He writes eight hours a day and then he's like, and then I stop. <laughs> and they're, they're like, what if you like, your thing is like, no, I can't let inspiration dictate my writing. <laughs> inspiration, inspir- inspiration. Or yeah. Can't even. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, maybe I won't use anything from that eight hours of writing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that entire eight hours of writing was just rewriting something. He's like, but I start where I writing and then I stop and then I go about my day. Yeah, it's, good. it's not bad. Get an emotion. You can do anything. So, uh, they, so they show up and um, Legend. So they, they show up and they're at the very top of these stairs. And Legend and Medusa are waiting at the bottom. And they're like, "Oh, they actually so finally showed up." This is something interesting here because Legend says they're all here but one. Yeah, because he's poking fun at the fact that I don't think so. I you think don't think he's so? talking about Daishinji. You think so? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it makes just as much sense. Because he knows that, like, Buster's right there. But he knows out of the available swordsmen, Uh there's one not here. Yeah, because the other other alternative I have is that he's He's poking, yeah, he's mocking the fact that Buster's not there. But Uh, I I feel like I kind of like, especially with the preview for the next episode, I like that more. Yeah, because I think, because the way he said it isn't mocking. It's just like, oh, they're all here, but one of them's not. Yeah, and we know there's something that's keeping Slash out of the game. Yeah. So maybe Legend is the one that, uh, in the way that uh, Zoo killed the old water swordsman maybe legends the one that injured the, him so that he couldn't come yeah, back or or his pride or you know actually physically damaged something or just whatever reason hopefully we'll I, find out next episode or something <laughs> yeah so uh so they're like okay and they all transform yeah it's a fight on the stairs mm-hmm. it's again 4v2 to start so it's uh yeah it's two well uh because i always pay attention to the henshin transforms mm-hmm. to the henshin so it's rintaro and uh 
Toma at the same time, and then it goes Kento and then Ren. Yeah, so I think Kento's not fully with them yet. Yeah, I mean, because it's like I said, just just from the the scenes he's getting, it's almost like why are you part of the the three that are shown? He's not like there yet. Yeah, there's more to it, and it's like because he's still. He hasn't gotten over the whole. Yeah, he's still holding on to caliber or uh, his. uh, But they all do it in their base forms. Yeah, and then oh, and despite okay, so they're fighting on the top of the stairs, the four of them versus the two of them, and we find out that Obi Obi Wan Kenobi is entirely wrong. It's not over just because you have the high ground. Yeah, uh, clearly, (laughs) the high ground doesn't work if you're a giant monster. Yeah, Um, Um, so it looks like somehow the two are beating the four almost. Yeah, Um, uh, we find out later it's all part of the plan. Well, they're all in their base forms. Yeah. So they're not using any of their special abilities. Yeah. Like even even Rentaro's just in straight lion. He hasn't used any of the others. Yeah. Um and then uh Caliber shows up. Caliber shows up. And he he says to uh Toma, he says, "Oh, are you ready to hand over the power yet?" Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, okay. Does this mean you're giving it to me because you're not putting up any kind of fight? Might as well just hand it over." And so I'm trying to remember the order of events here cuz it's yeah, it's it, and then right after that is when we find out that this whole, whole thing is all part of a plan. Yeah, because um, while the fight's going on, it's basically Toma narrating his own thoughts, and you see him writing the story as it goes along. And as like, the, the it, so it's, it's it's kind of it's coming. It's like yeah, Toma's like dictating what the plan was while it's happening, and while it shows scenes of them explaining it. Yeah, and so ba- and so uh, the idea is that it's um. Kenzen and Espada versus Caliber. Yes. Because they They are, have synergy together. They have synergy. They've worked the most together. Yeah. Because um, we see that, like, yeah, Kenzen... Ren, Ren looks up to... Uh, yeah, Kenzen looks up to Espada. Espada a lot. And so they've teamed up a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Rintaro has mostly done things by himself. Yeah. And he also... Yeah, and he points out that Rintaro has become a very powerful swordsman, so he can handle legend by himself. He's, he's able to, like, stand on path because he stood on path with Zeus, so he's able to handle legend by himself. Yeah. And so that leaves... Him against the elder Medusa. Medusa, who will overpower them enough to draw out the other Medusa. Yeah. Yeah, because the plan is to get them all—all all the characters—in the same spot. Because he doesn't want them to have fights going all over the city. Yeah, because if there's there, there's less damage this way. Yeah, less so death. And basically, so, making them all force on them. Yeah. So basically, as we uh, as we listen to him narrate the the plan, once the Medusa shows up, Kenzin activates his trump card, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, this may even be my Segoy. I'm not really sure. It uh, might be, especially if I tell you about what I noticed about it. But anyway, so yeah. he uses uh, the three little pits, mm-hmm. the three brothers. Right. And he transforms and he does like the ninja split. Yeah, because the last time that we saw him use them, um, he did like three clone. He did like three walls and he was hiding behind yeah. one. And this time he actually makes like two shadow clones of himself. So also when he uses it, he gets like a little. A shield thing. A shield thing. Yeah. When he splits it into three, it's three different shields. Yeah, three different colors. Yeah. One's, yeah. one's like a straw one, one's a brick yep. one, and one is a stone yeah, one. Yeah, it's, t- it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's a really uh, nifty way to use. And it also shows that. Just because you've seen the power of the book doesn't mean you've seen everything that can be done with yeah. it. Yeah. As uh, I was thinking before, it was that you would need another book to make all of these things happen. Like um, the the learning flash for the hedgehog is only spikes. But now I'm thinking, well, what else can be done? Because yeah. we've got um, like Jack and the Beanstalk was shooting bean pellets, and it's uh, I don't know, like what everything that's done. If you think about it, yeah. Just... So yeah, so it's pretty cool. And then uh, so it's Tomo fighting the two. 
and then he realizes and he's just like I've been so focused on opening the power. Yeah, that he forgot to that he, he forgot that he's just it. like I had basically it's like I've been focusing so much on this new thing in front of me. I forgot everything I already had that yeah. we could use. Yeah. And that was the power of friends and so this activates the power of friendship. Right. Which <laughs> actually works in this sense it does it's not just like oh the power of friendship it's that he activates because he said king that, arthur yeah king arthur has his knights of the round table so basically it's just like companions because mm-hmm. i think they even use knock upon i don't yeah i but, believe they've used it once before and we so, talked about it so basically it's like because i'm able to use everybody together which is what the round table was all about we're all equal who cares like how the um, the thing is, is like people were like, well, around King Arthur, Roman, Greek, and all that. It's like nobody cares about that. Yeah. Nobody cares about the actual thing. This is all about the story. Yeah, versions. we're not talking about War of the Roses. We're talking yeah. about yeah. King Arthur. There's a difference. We're talking about King of Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about a plastic book. Yeah. Because one is <laughs> War, the War of the Roses. The you know the whole story there. That's about hey, don't do these things because knights gonna be assholes. <laughs> and then what we come to think of King Arthur and the Round Table is. Like, oh, they're all such great people. Yeah. And he emphasizes chivalry, and this guy's about respect. And- do, you, do you ever see, there was the 90s show, Knights of the Round Table. I think it was Knights of the Round Table. It might have been King Arthur and Knights of the Round Table. But it was like, this is 90s shows for you, okay? 90s, <laughs> 90s cartoon show. So what it was is that the Knights of the Round Table got imprisoned in ice, which is like something that happens in the story. So oh, yeah. of course. So what Merlin does is he draws replacements from out of time, which are their descendants in the future. Okay. Who I believe was a high school football team. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? So Arthur King. Because they're the champion football team, I'm assuming. Arthur King is the quarterback. Of course. And his 12 people are on a tour bus and they get pulled back in time. Oh, God. <laughs> and when they tran- they transformed into like mecha knights because they get like they would have a transformation sequence and like pieces of armor would fly on them. Stop. Wow, that's legendary. <laughs> it was so bad, but I can never forget it. No, it's, it's seared into your brain now. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be like 95, and there's gonna be somebody next to your bed while you're going through dementia, and you're gonna be like. Just start quoting the show, and they're like, yeah. what are you talking about, Grandpa? The line I always remember, and he's, they're just like, hey, King Arthur, and he's like, you got the backwards, Arthur King. <laughs> oh, my God, his name is Arthur King? King. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Light it on fire. And there was also, like, a love interest thing with him and Guinevere, and I'm like, I think she's your ancestor, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And she's like, married to a guy you replaced. Back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marty McFly's friend is a disgraced nuclear scientist. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, so, so uh, we actually get a full henshin kind of. Uh, yeah, so he uses the thing to uh, transform. Place in King of Arthur, yeah. And what happens is when he's transforming is the giant sword comes above his head. And I thought this was just like an effect. I thought it was like the water coming out or the fire coming out. That's all I thought it was. No. So we had the same opinion. Yeah, no. It's a giant freaking sword. There's a giant freaking sword flying around. Which mimics his movements, which is cool, actually. So the Medusa kind of floats up. Well, really, there's these rocks floating in the sky. Because we're in Wonderworld. Yeah. So she grabs onto the rocks with her tendrils and lifts up, and she's laughing the whole time while she's throwing rocks at him, and he's using his sword slashes to break these rocks. Shang, 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 as it's saying. While she's laughing hysterically, he just blows her up with with the king slash. Does a king slash, kills her. Mid-laugh. Yeah. And this pisses off the last yeah, sister. Yeah, the, the tiny sister is like, "Oh, now I'm angry," and, and goes giant. She, she turns super. She turns a uh, giant monkey. Yep. She turns into a giant, and uh, then he like activates 
the um giant mech. The giant mech. I, okay, now it was a cool way to change from a sword to a mech, and I thought this was gonna be my suck. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Because <laughs> you know, I've been I've been ready for this since episode one. We've been talking about the possibility of a giant mech fight. Yeah, and uh. <laughs> So when it happened, I guess I wasn't, I was prepared. Mentally, I was prepared. Because we also seen it in Zero One. Yeah. And there's been giant, kind of giant fights in Double. Yeah, I thought I was prepared. Yeah. Totally and fully. I was wrong. But the, so he, you know, there's the mech fight. Um, this was poorly animated. Yeah. That's like, uh, compared to Zero One's mech. I mean, I remember complaining about it, but this is still kind of worse than that. I think it's, it was rushed. Yeah. A little hasty. And so the, also there's a giant meteor for some reason coming towards Yeah. Them. And now there's a giant meteor. I think it was, I think a scene that was probably cut was that Medusa grabbed a giant meteor for her hair and threw it at the city. Yeah. As she was getting blown up. Yeah. Or, or the giant Medusa did it. Whatever. Yeah. So. He he deals with the Medusa pretty easily with the mech, and then this like, oh no, the giant meteor is coming, and he's like, okay, well I'll just I'll just slash it, and then my suck. Oh yeah, um, well isn't it obvious? The complete obvious move is for Saber to turn into a giant sword. Yeah, he sprouts a sword on his head, and the giant mech grabs him like a sword, and he's like, okay, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. It's just like <laughs> I didn't mean it this way. But whatever, yeah, we're, okay. <laughs> like we're saving the city here, and so the giant robot mech dual wielding a giant version of himself, <laughs> and uh, Saber, who's been turned into a sword, does a king slash slashes the thing, and then like kills Medusa. Yeah, and the rock and destroyed the rock. destroys the rock, and this, uh, and it was like, uh, but it wasn't that long. No, like, thankfully. So the stone wears off. He's yeah. no, you know, the high wears off. He's no longer stone. Yeah. <laughs> He comes um, down off the stone. We're talking about Buster in this Buster case. is back to normal, and he's returned. And in in the, mind, this doesn't happen, but in my mind, I'm like, how hilarious would this be? If he, if he like turns from stone, he drops down, he's like, <gasps> Saber stabs him through the back. Oh, <laughs> dude, how brutal. You know? And then he's dead. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, I told your kid that you were done. <laughs> I can't make you alive. Oh, that, not Saber, I'm sorry. I caliber. Meant to, I, I meant to say Caliber, like, comes up and just stabs Dude, him. this episode would have been the best episode ever. <laughs> just be like... <laughs> because it's talking about subverting expectations. You're like, oh, he was just saved. And then if you were to just execute it, you'd <laughs> no. have been like, what? <laughs> then it goes to the second cameo, shows them untransforming. Yeah, back to the two. And it's just basically, these are the two actors who are being in the movie, just to remind you. And then we get the... Um, uh, we get Toma and the boys. Just so you know, when we get into the supplemental material of the later episodes, they don't hold back in these supplemental materials because they're not restrained by basically like we need to have a new form pretty much. That's oh. about it. But sometimes it's just like, dude, seriously, they just go off like in one in like uh, one supplemental material that's like a character's in between story. Like he appears in the start and then he disappears and he comes back later and he's all like hardcore. Mm -hmm. And then they like show how it happens. It's like him being like gang raped in jail jesus <laughs> and like being beaten and like going through ex human experimentation and, and like betraying a, people a common writer <laughs> yeah this is like but this is like the extra supplemental material we can just do whatever we want god it got so dark <laughs> yeah it's like who hurt you <laughs> then there's like the the right uh the rookie writer time where it was just like oh yeah just it's all of them stuck in the shadow room fighting and they're like killing each other and stabbing each other and at one point like and then it's just like some gay love and then like <laughs> and then so and then like right that. after they're like right after they're like all in they're like in bed and then all of a sudden they're just like looking at each other and then they get up and try to kill each other <laughs> it's just like so confusing, confusing. <laughs> it's oh just my like, god yeah so the supplement imperial sometimes just goes like it's where it's at whatever <laughs> we'll just do whatever we want yeah. 
because it's like we don't have TV to tell us what to do. Yeah, <laughs> stupid TV. Yeah. I'm tired so, of your shackles. So but yeah, like I was just like I was like it didn't like sh- uh, it wasn't like a hardcore sex scene or no, anything like that. But no. you're like the shit. The curtains. Yeah, blow like, and I'm pretty sure he was just gang raped in jail. Yeah, it's like wait, did he? Do- <laughs> Is that just what happened? I seriously hope there wasn't like candles and and <laughs> romantic music going on during no, that scene. No, it's like he's being beaten, and like the the head guys are like, "No, we're going to show you who's boss." And it's just like cut away, yeah, cut away, and, and you're just like, and it's like he's in jail for a while, so <laughs> it's not like once or anything. You're just like, Jesus, yeah, it was pretty hardcore. I'm just like, is that just happened in my children's television? <laughs> right? I was like, Whoa. oh no, okay, it was a straight to DVD thing, so it's cool. Like, <laughs> Dodged a bullet. <laughs> but so I have no idea what's going to happen in these, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tons of murder. So much and, to look forward to. And, like, yeah, and the <laughs> supplemental material, you never know what's going to happen. Um, Not the... So it's the the, ter- the supplemental material. I mean, it's, like, it's not the ones that are released in theaters. It's not the ones that are released on TV. It's, like, the extra stuff that comes out after the show and nobody's paying attention <laughs> yeah, anymore. This is for the, the hardcore fans. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is for, like... You know, whatever. Because, yeah, you, well, the thing is, is like... They want to make sure you can afford the DVDs. Well, like, the Ryuki one, uh, for the writer time thing, Ryuki, I think, was 15 years earlier. Mm. So, like, the people who watched that show when they were a kid are, like, in their mid to late 20s now. So, the, yeah, much more adult Yeah, version, so, so the people who have, like, care, like a much mature, more mature, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, the they, uh, cameos are done. And then we get uh, Toma and the boys, and they all say his name each. Yeah. That's it. Toma. And then Toma. they fist bump. Toma. Quad Four fist way, bump. Quad fist bump. This is where Caliber should have stabbed Rio. Yeah, it would have been sick. But, but yeah, part of me is also. But I, I like Rio. So him being in the yeah, I don't want him to die. Especially when it comes up later. This next scene. Yeah. So I, the next scene is them all coming back and like they all come back into the northern base. And Buster rushes through the door and, and he, like grabs up his head and he's just like spinning like him around. It's like it's like and he's just like he's just like I'm I, the hero of the day. Yeah, and they're like, like you, 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 you didn't did do nothing. anything. He's like it's like he's like I saved everybody. He's like you didn't do anything. I came up with a plan. Yeah, it was the plan. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> so I'm like. Did he? And all five of them are more emphatically saying that he did nothing and as he's, he's talking, but he's over there. Just and he's just like, oh, I'm so tired. And it's like, you were stoned for 90% of the day. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe he did. Maybe this is that 4D chess thing I'm talking about. Right. Where he like, maybe it was his plan. His plan was to get turned to stone. And he trusted Toma to make this yeah, plan. Because yeah. he, he made Toma promise right beforehand. And he's like, I know he'll come through. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part and of I'll the just plan, like sit boys. this out. Amazing. <laughs> so, um, and so... so Sophia and uh, Dai Shinji are in the room, and they're both happy that he's back. And one thing I want to point out about the scene is that Dai Shinji has the Hansel and Gretel uh, book. Wonder Book in his hand. Yes, so it looks like he was just about to go out there. Yeah, uh, because in the last episode, I think he it's was... Hansel Nuts to Gretel. Yeah, well, we know what it is besides what the name is. Yeah, it's well, it's it's, it's Hansel and Gretel, but it's. The German name translated into Japanese. Yeah. So yeah. it's two languages we don't speak. Combined. Combined. Um, My German is very limited. Took one year in high school, and trust me, I learned nothing. I worked for a German lady. I was her personal assistant for a while. Oh, yeah? Uh, most of my job was, uh, she would say, so she spoke German, English, and Japanese. And we she were would just Japan at the time. She would just tell you you don't get soup all the time. No soup. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, um. I mean, my family's my family's German. My grandfather was born in Germany, but um, so most of my job was she'd be like, she'd be sending a an email out. She's like, Eric, read over this. Make sure it's not mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, soften she spoke, this up. She, she spoke English perfectly fine, but she wanted me to like rewrite her emails and her correspondence to a way that would not insult the people who read it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Soften this up for me, Eric. <laughs> and so that was like 90% of my job was like, no, we should actually use this wording a little bit here. <laughs> Freaking amazing. <laughs> so uh, then it goes, and it's just like, it shows that he's like, maybe he was just about ready to go out. Oh, yeah. So he was antsy. Um, and then there's a like, funny scene where like, uh, Rio's holding uh, Sora up, and he's just like, the new king. Yeah. And he's just like, go troops, counterattack. Yeah. <laughs> holding him up like like the Lion King scene and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> Because he's at the top and right, yeah, top like, of the stairs. Um, then it goes to Tassel. Yeah, he crashes through the ceiling into back into his house, closes his thing, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, look at that! Like, yeah, it, this is what we had, but maybe something else is coming." I don't remember exactly what he says. Basically, it's like, "Yeah, Toma, well, that story's over, but there's another one." Yeah, Toma received power, and but there's still stuff going on. Um, and then it goes to the final scene is mm-hmm. the mysterious man, yes. which is uh. The unhensioned caliber caliber in shadow, so we don't see his face. Yeah, he's got one gloved hand and one not gloved hand. Yeah, Chandler's Michael Jackson. Yeah, and he's holding a little picture. Yeah, there's so much that you can draw and speculate from this picture. So the picture is Sophia and the guy who we believe to be uh, Thomas' dad. Yes, and who we know is Kento's dad. Kento's dad, but Kento's dad is like in the background. Yeah. So he, and Sophia and uh, and uh, uh, Thomas' dad are like really close together. Yeah. So this is uh, very interesting because the the one thing is that um yeah Sophia and uh Thomas' su- suspected father are touching shoulders as far as how close they are and. Uh, Kento's dad is like a foot and a half away. And this picture's taken. There's also a fold in the picture separating both sides. Yes. Um, so like if you folded it back, it would just be a picture of Sophia and yes. the other guy. The, the It's hard to say suspected father. So we could be say uh, Old Saber. Yeah, Old, old Saber. Sa- old Saber would be easier to say. Yeah, let's say Old, old Saber. Because we know that for a fact. That yes. he's the Old Saber. He is the Old Saber. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, so the picture, if you were to fold it in, in half, it would just show Sophia and Old Saber. Yeah. Uh, so much you can take from that. Yeah, so, like, yeah, it's like... So there might be... Uh, a love a triangle. Lo- a Lancelot situation going on. Yeah, I mean, and it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense in the whole thing. But then the question is, which one's Arthur and which one's Lancelot? Yes. <laughs> like, was it Kento's dad that was the boss, and then Guinevere went with... Saber's dad, or in this case, old Saber, yeah. or because Saber also it makes sense for although Caliber, see Caliber makes sense to be the old King Arthur in this case, and then it makes sense for Saber to be. But remember, we also note that they just like flee things out, right? And plus, betrayal, like I was saying, yeah. is one of the biggest uh, things as far as stories concerned. So it could be final. No, it's not going to be a final. I'm going to be changing this the entire time. <laughs> yeah. So here's my guess. <laughs> this is how we do it on this show. Yes. <laughs> we guess so many possibilities that we have to be right. Right. And then still they'll be like, no, it's a hook. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sentai Red, right? Okay. So Red being the leader, mm-hmm. I'm saying Saber was actually the, the quote unquote King Arthur in the story. Mm-hmm. He's betrayed by Sophia kills caliber takes over as caliber and now once or still he's still reminiscing about his time with sophia so like he 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 wants caliber out of the picture because it drive drove a wedge that's my guess uh it's like it could be something it could be something along those lines it could just be the like we were saying like an evil spirit of some sort yeah evil spirit's always an option i'm still i'm still entirely comfortable with that outcome also where like it was caliber like uh got into uh uh, Thomas, uh, not Toma, but uh, Kentaro's father, mm-hmm. and because of the the envy he had for that relationship, mm-hmm. and was able to worm his way in, basically promising I'll give you the power so that you can be right. old Saber. Yeah, see, that's the other thing too is that they had a rivalry that was healthy but became unhealthy from uh, jealousy. Yeah, 
and then, then he's consumed by an evil spirit to become. But I do think we were right about the fact that like this is old saber. Yeah. It's like caliber now. Yeah, it feels much different. Than if he's in control, if he's not in control, if caliber's a third entity, who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's up in the air. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean I guess we'll find out on the ne- next episode of Mori, who's the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, because so, yeah, we, we also, so it's like, the thing is, is like, they're all ma- magical, whatever. So it's possible that Sophia is, uh, Toma's mother. Yeah. It could be both Toma's and Kanto's mother. Plot twist. They're brothers. They're brothers. They're uh, half brothers. <laughs> but before we get to the Suxagoy, um, you noticed this in the ending. Yeah. And it's been there the entire time. Yeah. We went back to watch it. Cause I'm like, we double, cause this of? is, I think the third time that we checked the ending again, <laughs> yeah. uh, for the first, or the third time that we checked episode one. And that was that the entire dance, they have pens in their hand and they're like wielding them like knives, but yeah. also like, the pens mightier than the sword. Yeah. And, but they're also writing still stories. writing in the books and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, what the, how did you not notice this? But also something really interesting is that, cause I didn't either. Uh, the scenes of them, uh, like fooling around in the place with the large objects are different every single ending. Yeah. They're not the same scenes every single no. ending. And I don't think there's any conclusion. It's just like, I think they just spent like a couple of days filming there and just like throw some clips in there going. Yeah. They it. had a good, they had a lot of good B roll. So they just used it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have the preview. Yes. And the preview shows the swordsman of sound. Yep. Which is obviously slash slash. Yeah. If it's not, uh, I'm kick myself because it's yeah. But then it's like another thing. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. What's the next element? Obviously sound. Yeah, sound. Let's go there. Because I mean, what what would be left anyway? Wood. No. They, instead of saying wind, they go with sound. But the thing is, is like sound. Wind was uh, Kenzen. Yeah, Kenzen. Sound. sound. I mean, sound is such a weird sound element is in any wind. game. It's like force, wind. Yeah. Because what sound is is just vibrations Pressure. of air. Yeah. So it's just like I wonder if there's a gravity one. I kind of hope because so, usually right? gravity is thrown in with Earth, right? But it's not the same. I'm just also curious how Hansel and Gretel has anything to do with. I think that's like it's just extra one. Yeah, I mean, because well, I mean, the pigs have nothing to do with the wind. It's just that, yeah. like, I wonder how the combination and what uh, what are even the powers of Hansel and Gretel. Uh, he's able to turn into gingerbread. Yeah, j- makes, <laughs> makes his enemies cookies. He leaves trails for or he birds. Goes really dark. It's like a giant oven that he shoves in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh dude, that'd be so brutal, especially if. He just eats children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's his power is that he makes an oven that has burning children in it, and the enemy is like, "Whoa, dude, that is messed <laughs> okay, up." And that's when he okay. attack. I'm like, "I give up." Yeah, it's like, dude, this is brutal. <laughs> Not cool. It's like the way to get out of a mugging is just vomit <laughs> or pull your pants down. <laughs> Nobody expects it. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight a naked guy anyway. Yeah, so. Uh, or if they did, you were probably not going to win that fight anyway. So what is <laughs> your, yeah? <laughs> so what is your suck? Um, you know, it's not even hard to say. It's the human sword bit. Yeah, yeah. the saber dagger is just not my. St- I mean, it, here's the thing, okay. Other than it being extremely ridiculous and emphasizing, like one of the jokes I think we were having, um, I don't know if we did it on air, but we were joking about how long their their head adornment is. Yeah, it it, it kind of makes it obvious now that's what they're going with. <laughs> but the thing that is it, the reason why it's my suck, besides it being ridiculous, is that if this was a toy as a kid, I never would have bought that. It's like imagine you GI Joes, but they all have sword heads, <laughs> and that could be cool if they're like mech things that have sword rhino heads or something like that but no this is like a sword that's at least as equal length as the rest of the body and it's just on top of the head um like what are you gonna do with that toy yeah and is this a and that's just it is this an actual toy that you can buy or is this just special saber saber mode yeah you see my point yeah it's not very good it just doesn't seem like it's not a good idea so 
um, for me, the whole like Mac and Giant robot thing, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm okay at that. I actually feel like if this was how all Sentai was done at this pace and this rate, all Sentai would be better because mm. they're like a full team of like five now. Yeah. And like they have a giant robot, mm. but it didn't come all in to episode eight. Yeah. And I think like that would be like a nice progression for it. Yeah. They didn't force it in episode one and keep it going every single episode. Yeah. Cause the, usually how Sentai works is like it's five of them first episode, second episode, giant robot. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, the thing, um, the thing is that these giant Macs, right. They're like world ending battles. Yeah. Usually like whenever I've seen anything with power Rangers, it's like, okay, if this, this mech, or if this giant monster is not taken care of, that's the end of the world yeah. every time. And you can't have world-ending uh, drama. You, you get my point, right? Yeah. It, it takes away the climax of the story if every single giant mech battle is every single episode. Yeah, seriously. Most most Sentai, it's just like the giant mech battles are like 30 seconds, and it's just like whatever. Yeah, So, but if they had the like a two-minute mech battle or a five-minute mech battle every six episodes, yeah. every seven episodes, it would be a lot cooler. Yeah. But then that's why... Personally, I like Common Rider more than I, you know, I've never really got huge So, yeah, because I don't Super mind Sentai. this one because it was like it was a huge deal. There's a giant meteor coming down. They're not going to pull this out for every piranha yeah. monster. Yeah. Um, and then we've also seen that they they have no problem taking down giant creatures without a mech. Yeah. Because that was the first time. It's just that, you know. So, anyways, my suck. Yeah, sorry. Is I felt that, like, by the end it was fine. But I felt that the Toma character shift was not good. I, oh. I thought it was, like, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it. It seemed like fake sort of uh, well, con- like, conflict because what what yeah. did you really have to be conflicted over? Um, he it, got it, it felt like there was an episode missing where he failed miserably. Yeah, but I mean, that, I feel like there's been a few episodes that I think that might have been um, water or not watered down, but cut down because of time constraints, and it's led to where we are now. Yeah, like I feel like there should have been like. Because I feel like there was like three or four more episodes in this whole arc we're not seeing. Like there should have been like another trial that mm-hmm. he failed. Yeah, because what was how was that a trial? Like the trial that he uh, like a trial that he failed, where it's just like basically it's just like you failed the trial. Come back when you when you can actually use the power of of Arthur. Yeah, because you're saying that the 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 burden of responsibility is what's crushing him at the moment, and yeah. it's like, but what? what's happened to you that you feel responsible about yeah because you've solved every issue that's come up you've gained the power you didn't lose to the bad guys really yeah like i mean he he lost they lost when when uh buster was transformed but his whole thing started before yeah he was already feeling that way yeah so i don't like that was just like the build-up wasn't there was not enough there was yeah there wasn't the build-up to like the the character breakage like at the end he's fine whatever i'm i'm and like, if there had been a buildup to that, like this isn't a satisfying ending to that buildup. Yeah, it was just like didn't have that buildup. <laughs> yeah, and then that's you're pretty much your su- your suck of this episode is my suck last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, where it's just like they're kind of just like throwing things. I mean, we un- I understand, you know. Yeah. It's like there's only so much you can do. I mean, let's be honest. It's yeah. just yeah. I mean, it's not it's not it's hard to say that it's disappointing because I still had a good time. Yeah. But you know, again, it the main criticism is I want more. That's actually a good yeah. thing over in a, in general. Yeah. Um. But no, I wish I could say that. No, dagger saber. <laughs> okay. So what is your Sugoi? Um. So I really did like the three ninjas bit, but I think just the idea that he can use, like, he's figured out now how to make strategy because he's not like a strategist. Like, he doesn't have battle tactics and all this ingrained yeah. in him. It's just the concept of, oh, I know all the character. Yes. And I know the location. And I know the story thus far. Yeah. So let's write the ending, right? Um, and we, I mean, I've, I've said this as my Segway like three or four times, just using his 
his uh, understanding of, of, story. of story structure to his benefit yeah. in, a, in a story world with storybook characters, basically. That is, that's my Sigourney as well. Just the fact that he like, he like used his skill to like do something else that we wouldn't even think of. You would never think of, of like, well, I'm a, I'm a, I write stories. So obviously I'm going to be a military, yeah. <laughs> do military battles here. This is obvious. Right. And, but it's just like, but the way they explained it totally makes sense. Yeah. And it totally works out. And like we also know that um, the characters of like the monster characters, because we've explained it and we know it, the monster characters are kind of bound to their nature. Yeah. They have to just kind of just, they have to do what their story dictates. Yeah. They've got rules that we don't, we're not like 100% partial or privy to. But, but no, like each character, like yeah. the lion and the, uh, not the lion and the grasshopper, but the grasshopper and the ant. Yeah. They behaved as the grasshopper and the ant. It might have been distorted or a weird way of putting it. And so he knew, like, the Medusas, like, if you attacked one of the Medusas, the other Medusa would come. Yeah. And so they are, like, aligned this all up. And he knows how Calibur's acting because he knows Calibur's goal. Yeah. And he knows Calibur's character, so he knows how to work out. So I think that's, yeah. Know, it was nice I mean, like, one of the, I guess one of the, the main things about being an exceptional author is understanding, like, life experience. Yeah. You know, you go out there is basically what they say. Go out there, do stuff, come back, write about it. Yeah. So um, it does make sense. I've never actually had an issue with, with, uh, uh, author type characters having just absurd knowledge on whatever the heck the topic is. Did you ever watch uh, Castle? Castle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both went to the same place. Yeah, where it's just like, at first you're just like, dude, what would he know? But then he's just like, no, he knows how people think because he <laughs> writes and people say that like his character is so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody put the time in um, and actually studied. I mean, he might not have gotten the same kind of uh, study that like an on the job detective would get, but he's yeah. probably interviewed countless uh, yeah. detectives to get to to where he is yeah so uh yeah so it's really good uh, so uh the writer ranking we have to like there's like five of them now. yeah i mean they're all such good characters um and it's kind of hard it, you know because it's like okay this was definitely a toma episode i feel like i didn't like the sudden loss of spirit yeah you know like especially after after such a success of finding Avalon. Yeah, and he like he was his character being upset in the last episode made perfect sense because he's lost the ability to protect and save and to to do justice and all this stuff. And then he got it back and then he's suddenly a different kind of emo. So so for part of me wants to put Buster above everybody right yeah, now because no it's like it's like what a legend. <laughs> Did he plan this whole thing? Yeah. And in any case, he was totally willing to throw a sword down and die. Yeah. For his friends. Yeah. Um, which is a big thing, you know? Yeah. But I, I kind of like, wanna... If I would have gone back and retransformed, Tomo would be dead. Yeah. So I'm just going to rush in. Yeah. So was this a, a 600 IQ play or was this just like a 12 IQ play that happened to work out? And like, so I always say that... Um, An amateur tactician do, do, can be... Do, do, do you know what the difference is between stupidity and genius is? Whether or not it works? Success. Yeah, because an, am <laughs> an amateur uh, tactician or swordsman can be more dangerous than a master tactician or swordsman, <laughs> depending on the situation. Because yeah. if you do something amateurish that nobody's expecting, yeah, it's like, holy crap, it caught me with my pants down with a full-on charge, charge through the front gate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, what, I mean... What kind of idiot does that? But then also, like, uh, a genius who just fails all the time, they just think he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, in my mind, I think it. I think it's actually Rintaro's up at the top because he's like uh -huh. really powerful. He is, and he's also. Um, he's back to who he was. Yeah, and he's also he's very confident. He's also he's still kind of got that um, mentor thing going on. So I think it's Rintaro Toma because mm. he hasn't fallen really past because he did like pull through a lot. Yeah, and then I think it is uh, Buster 
uh, Aspada and a Kenzen because Kenzen's still just just a character. Yeah, I mean, I he's cool. I'm not going to argue with that ranking at all. I mean, he's cool and all, but he's just he's got nothing going for him. Yeah, um, he he character-wise, he doesn't yet. Yeah. And then next episode, we're going to get another one. Mm-hmm. We're going to get, and he's much more interesting already because he's got the dark past <laughs> or whatever's going. Whereas, I mean, Kenzen just kind of fell in our laps, mm-hmm. and here he exists. Yeah. But Slash has been he's been given this mystery to his character. He's kind of aloof. And then you can see he was really wanting to help out in the last two episodes, but something was holding him back. Yeah. And we're going to find out what held him back. Um, was it physical? Was it mental? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, we'll find out. Our next episode. Okay. It's chapter nine. Overlap. The Swordsman Tombre. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Uh, tombre is in like. Oh, sound. it's like a musical thing? Okay. Timbre. Or like timbre, tombre. Um, uh, yeah, for slash probably that's probably the swordsman tambre like uh, tempo. Mm. I think tembar maybe. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, not really good at. We speak English, kind of. Um, t e a t i m b r e. I don't want to say it's timber, is it? Uh-huh. I think it has to do with like the. Is that it the is the character or quality of a musical sound or voice as distinct from its pitch and intensity. Yeah. Oh, uh, t- of course. Um, timbre. Yeah. So if there's like there's pitch, intensity, and timbre. There's like that's the three qualities of sound. I guess I've heard it before. Uh huh. Um, I guess I've never heard it pronounced. I've I've read it once. Yeah. You once you. I'm like, wait, how do you pronounce that? Um, aluminium, aluminum. Well, and uh, if you guys want to see us anymore, you can find us on our website at uh, fanboyopinion.com. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter with fanboy fanboy underscore opinion. We've got hopefully on every single podcast. So if you're hearing this with a friend and you want it on your own thing, you could probably find it. If you can't, let us know. But places you can check are Apple. We've got uh, Google. What is it called now? Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And then um, Stitcher. You could probably rat them all off. And uh, some we don't even know. Yeah, some of them we don't even know that I like. I'll go there and I'm like, oh, I'm on here already. <laughs> uh, Stitcher, we're on... Uh, um, the the one you uh spotify spotify yeah and, and honestly if you could uh thumbs up like subscribe comment um, yeah you know just the whole shebang it helps yeah yeah so people can see it and we would love an email email they're great i mean criticize us don't criticize us <laughs> <laughs> just whatever you want to do yeah fact check please yeah so um i've been eric i'm eugene and we will see you next time